What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the First Team All-Pro Podcast. This is episode 45 with your host, LT Nasty. It is 11.46 in the morning where I am, and we're going to get right into it. We're going to finish up my discussion of the NBA Finals. The last time I talked about it, the Warriors were up three games to two, and I believe the Celtics were going to force a game seven. Didn't happen, and the Warriors ending up with their fourth title in eight seasons. Uh, the dynasty lives on, so we'll get right into that. Uh, so the dynasty continues. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about the Stanley Cup final uh, through the first three games. The Colorado Avalanche are up two games to one. And we'll also be talking about the history that was made at the NHL award ceremony the last couple of nights. So we'll get right into that. Uh, and I'm probably going to try to squeeze this into a 15-minute episode. Try not to you know, make it a 20-minute long episode. Because that 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 for me for me at least it's a little too much. Uh, anything past twenty minutes, just kind of repeating myself. Uh, don't really want to do too much of that. Don't really want to repeat myself too much if I've already covered a topic or discussed the topic in a previous episode. So anyway, let's get right into it. Steph Curry wins the Finals MVP for uh, his first Finals MVP. Uh, as the Warriors took down the Celtics in six games. Uh, it was a back-and-forth series to start off. I mean, they were just trading blows left and right. The Celtics took the first game of the series. Then the Warriors took game two. Then the Celtics took game three. And then the Celtics... No, and then the Warriors took game four. Uh, and then it was just Warriors from then on out. But, uh, yeah. And it's not even like the games were total blowouts in some regards. I mean, I, I guess if you count uh, the Warriors winning by 10 as a blowout in uh, Game 5. But I will say, though, Games 2 and 3 were the definition of blowouts. Celtics won by uh, 16 in Game uh, 3. And the Warriors, they won... By, uh, let's see. They won by, uh, they won by 19 in game two. So those were really the, and I, I, I guess really games one through three were, were blowouts. Actually, not even blowouts. The Celtics only won by 12 in game one. So I'm not even labeling that a blowout win. Uh, but yeah. So, Steph Curry's legacy, I mean, if it wasn't already set in stone already, it's already like, you know, I mean, I'd imagine it already is, you know, seeing how he's the all-time uh, leader in three-pointers. I mean, but now winning a finals MVP, which he hadn't done before prior to this uh, finals win, every time uh, the Warriors have won the finals, so like the last three times, so 2015, 2017, and 2018, didn't win it. Did not win the finals MVP, so this is his first. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I think he's going to win another one. I, I think the Warriors end up uh, – I'm not making uh, – I'm not making – I'm trying not to make too early predictions uh, for the next season or two, but I – can I there, there's a high possibility we might see the Warriors in the finals again next season. I mean, no one expected them in it this year. 
everyone I, I remember, like including myself, I didn't expect them uh, this to uh, win it or even be in the finals this year. And uh, look what happened. They proved everyone wrong. Uh, but uh, the, the funniest part about the uh, finals to me was Draymond Green just relentlessly trolling. Uh, that is like that was the funniest thing to me. I mean, he just didn't let up uh, after the uh, Warriors won the championship that night. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure it, there there's a clip somewhere because uh, he has a podcast uh, where he says, you know, don't let us win a championship. Uh, I'm pretty sure this was prior to the start of the. Uh, I, I could be wrong, but I think that was prior to the start of the season. And look what happened. The Warriors won another championship. So, oh, man. Yeah. And he's just letting everyone hear it. Twitter, you know, people on Twitter, people who've been hating on him on Twitter, just in general. Uh, and another funny part about that finals was uh, Clay Thompson going in on Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, when, you know, because earlier in the season, the Grizzlies beat the uh, Warriors and Jaron Jackson Jr. tweeted out uh, strength in numbers, which was a motto of the Golden State Warriors. Uh, and Clay Thompson just went in. I mean, it was the funniest thing. It, that was one of the funniest, like, post-game interviews I've ever seen. Like, he was just going in. Pretty sure he called Jaron Jackson Jr. a bum uh, and a clown at one point in the interview. So I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to I mean Clay, I mean Clay's got a point though. Like if you watch that whole video through and through, uh, like the Grizzlies never got there before. I mean. Talking all that smack. I mean, you're talking smack to a team that's been in. I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. talking smack to a team that was that's already won, that knows what it takes to get there, not only get there, but win it multiple times. Uh, yeah, that's just uh, you just knew that wasn't going to age well. That tweet, uh, you just knew uh, that wasn't going to sit well with the Warriors players, and uh. Look what happened. The Warriors uh, have won their fourth title in eight years. Congratulations to the entire Warriors organization, Coach Steve Kerr. Uh, you know, which that reminds me, I found that's another stat I want to bring up. Uh, Steve Kerr, that's now his ninth NBA championship. Just pointing that out. Uh, that's now his, I believe, his ninth NBA championship. Let's see. Yeah, he's he's won five titles as a player, and his last four all as a head coach for the Warriors. So man, that that nine parades for Steve Kerr. Uh, how about that? So again, congrats to Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, you know Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and the entire Warriors organization for uh, getting back to the top of the mountain. I mean, we should have we we. All we all as like NBA fans and just you know fans in general. Well, I I guess that's you know 
that's basically I basically just contradicted myself. Uh, NBA fans and fans in general, that's basically the same thing. Uh, yeah, but uh, N- NBA fans, we as NBA fans should have expected this coming. I mean, it was only a matter of time before, because I'm going to be honest, at, even after the Warriors lost in 2019 to the uh, Raptors, uh, I had a sneaky suspicion they were going to uh, win a championship again. Well, not win a championship, but get back to the finals. Well, I didn't matter. I mean, they won, won the championship. So, uh, again, congratulations to the Warriors. But uh, that being said, let's move right along. Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche are up two games to one. Uh, and and uh, they were, prior to game three, they were up two games to nothing. Uh, and then the Lightning just came out swinging. They looked like a completely different team in game three. I mean, if you looked, if you saw game two, Tampa played sloppy. I mean, Colorado was all over them throughout the entirety of game two. They're four checking, you know, they're stick checking, uh, you know, stick pokes, defense. I mean, they just couldn't let, they like Tampa could not get out of their own zone in game two. And it, it was ugly. It was a seven nothing uh, shutout loss in Colorado. So that was probably like, out of all the games I've seen, uh, that that was that was the probably the ugliest out of the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning in this uh, postseason. Uh, the second ugliest performance I'd say was probably uh, Game One of the Eastern Conference Finals uh, when they were playing the Rangers. But uh, again, Tampa, and but then in Game Three, Tampa flipped the script. And they, they came out buzzing. I mean, look what happened. They found the back of the net six different times. They ran Darcy Kemper out of the net. They had to, and the Avalanche had to put in Pavel Francois. So, uh, yeah. But uh, game four is tonight uh, from Amelie Arena. That is at eight o'clock. So that's going to be a late game. But, uh, it's been an interesting series. I mean, game one was a very close game. It went to overtime, uh, which Colorado won in overtime. But then game two, it was just a tale of two. Uh, well, really games one to three, it was a tale of uh, two different sides. Uh, you know, it was a close game. Game one went to overtime. Game two, total blowout. Uh, and then game three, it was... Basically a total blowout, despite the Avalanche striking first. So, uh, yeah. That was, uh, it's definitely been an interesting series so far. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's hop right into it. I mean, we already discussed, I mean, what more do I have to really say on the Stanley Cup Finals right now? Game Force tonight at 8. Uh, I think the next time you hear me talk about this the stanley cup final will be over uh, i hope i could be wrong because uh, uh, if, if that's not the case then probably not going to get an episode for about another week and a half or two uh well and going back to my last statement i i when i said i hope the uh by the time when i uh make a, another when i said i would you know 
when I make another episode, I hope the Stanley Cup final is over or what I'm talking about the the next time I'm talking about this, that the Stanley Cup final will be over. Uh, I, I kind of just hope, I, I hope it goes to seven games. I, I mean, because I, I, I don't want it to end in the sense that it'll end it quickly in like five games because I don't want that. I want a pretty, I want an entertaining series. Uh, I want this, I honestly want this six or seven games. Honestly, give me seven. I, I honestly don't want to, uh, want this series to end so I can at least have another two episodes to uh, talk about it because, you know, if, if Colorado wins tonight and, and there's a very good chance that, again, the next episode of the pod that comes out, uh, I'll be talking about it when it ends. Uh, I'll be talking about uh, potentially Colorado winning the cup. So I, I just don't want to see the series end. That, that that's, my, that's my point here. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, that, that was my point. I just don't want a series. I just don't want to see the Stanley Cup final end on that note in five games. I would personally, I personally, even though my team's not in it, I want to see it go seven. I feel like a lot of people want to see it go seven. I can't just be the only one. But uh, that being said, uh, the NHL awards, the NHL awards, they've been rolling out. Uh, we'll talk about the award winners from last night, uh, as well as just the last couple of nights in general. I know I haven't uh, discussed this, but uh, let's hop right into it. Let's start with. Uh, well, let's start with the Calder Trophy. We'll start right. We'll start uh there, and we'll work our way uh through the awards uh presented last night and the award winners last night, as well as the award winners the last couple of days, uh, in general. Uh, the Calder Trophy for the first time in fifty-seven years, the Detroit What Red Wings have a Calder Trophy winner. And that's Mo Sider, Moritz Sider. Uh, I mean, again, history was made. History was made uh, for the Red Wings. Uh, you know, it's been fifty. You know, half half a century since their just over half a century since their last Calder winner. So again, uh, and it, he had a pretty he had a pretty good season. Uh, he had uh, seven goals. Uh, 43 assists. He had a 50, uh, seven goals, 43 assists, uh, 50. So he finished with 50 points. I mean, and that was by a rookie. Like I said, the Calder trophy is a, you know, rookie award. You know, it goes, it goes to the, you know, best rookie that season. And Maurice Sider, he had an incredible season. Uh, yeah, he had uh, seven. He had seven goals, forty-three assists, tallying for fifty points. Incredible season overall, and well deserved. Uh, yeah. So, congrats to Moritz Sider of the Detroit Red Wings. And uh, then let's let's run it down again. Let's go to the. Well, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna lump this one together. Let's get into the Ted Lindsay Award and the Hart Trophy winner. Uh, 
Austin Matthews from the Toronto Maple Leafs takes home the Ted Lindsay Award uh, as well as the Hart Trophy. Uh, yeah. So that basically, yeah, the Ted Lindsay Award for the most outstanding player. Uh, and at, at that point, at that point, when I, when I saw that was happening, I think it was almost a lock that meant. Well, it, it's not even that. I mean, he had a, he had an incredible like sixty goal season. He also won the Maurice Richard Trophy too. So make that three awards now for Austin Matthews. He took home the Ted Lindsay Trophy, Ted Lindsay Award, uh, the Maurice uh, Richard Trophy, or the Rocket Richard Trophy. Uh, and he is also now the Hart Trophy winner. Correct me if I'm wrong. That is, that's his first Hart Trophy win. Uh, so con again, congratulations to Austin Matthews. I mean, he outright dominated. If you saw the season he had, he was insane, and like should have expected that. I mean, have you seen him play? Like a lot, of, a lot of my listeners, like if if you ever. If you've ever watched like any NHL hockey, watch Austin Matthews. Like, like even if you don't like the Leafs or you're not a fan of the Leafs, like again, I'm not a Leafs fan, but he's incredibly talented. Like, have you seen the moves he uh, he makes on the ice? He's an incredible two way, incredible two way player. You know, on the offensive side and the defensive side. You know, you know both scoring an insane amount of goals and creating a, a lot. A, a, I don't even know what to say at this point. I, I'm sort of getting off track here, but, you know, scoring a incredibly amount, incredibly high amount of goals, as well as uh, on top of that, getting a lot of apples on top of it, creating a lot of opportunities for his other, te for his uh, other teammates. So, yeah, again, congratulations to Austin Matthews, uh, the Ted Lindsay Award winner and the Hart Trophy winner. Uh, let's, and then now we get back into some more uh, history made at the uh, NHL Awards. Kale McCarr becomes the first Colorado Avalanche player to ever, uh, yes, you heard me right, ever win the... Uh, Norris Trophy. And the Norris Trophy is for the, you know, best defenseman. The Norris Trophy is, if you, if you didn't know, that the Norris Trophy is for the best defenseman in the National Hockey League that season. And Kale McCarr was just on an absolutely another level. He was on a completely different planet. I mean, let's, let's, let's look at his stats. I mean, like... And also, that reminds me, if you've been watching him in the playoffs, he's been going off. Like, so, he's been going off, too, on top of that. But let's look at his stats. He had 86 points this season. He had 28 goals, 58 assists. Insanity. I don't think no other defenseman uh, had the season that he did. I mean, obviously, I mean, well, I guess, you know, two other goalies were, or two other defensemen were up there for it. 
So can't really say there wasn't competition. Uh, I mean, Roman Yossi was up there and Victor Hedman, of course, but Cal McCarr was just, he, he just blew both of them out of the water with his performances uh, this season. I mean, and Victor Hedman's a guy who won a uh, Norris Trophy. but And the funny thing about that is Hedman finished with one less point. He finished with one last point uh, this uh, season. He finished with 85. So that was honestly incredibly tight, this race. And then, of course, Roman Yossi, who I'm going to be honest with you, I honestly thought he was going to win. Well, actually, I thought he had a good chance. Let me rephrase that. I thought he had a good chance of winning, but after seeing the season and the stats from Cal McCarr, like, uh, I mean, but I mean, and I know a lot of people and, and, and especially considering the season that Roman Yossi had Roman Yossi had 96 points. He had 96 points. Uh, he had 23 goals, 73 assists, uh, Incredible again, incredible season from all three of these guys from Hedman, Yossi, uh, and Makar. Just incredible all around. Uh, so yeah, that'll uh, that'll do it for the Norris Trophy. Now we get into the uh, <laughs> now we get right into the uh. Award that I've been looking forward to uh, the most uh, last night, and that was the Vezina Trophy winner. Uh, the Vezina Trophy. I mean, let's get right into it. I mean, I've been. I mean, I. You could probably tell why I'm excited, and in if you watch the ceremony. You know that Igor Shesterkin of the New York Rangers, my favorite team, is the 2021-2022 Vezina Trophy winner. And I, I, I think I preached it on just about every podcast episode. Uh, not, not, well, not every podcast episode I've uh, made it in regards to hockey, but I think the last episode or two, when I uh, talked about it, when I finished up my recap about the lightning and the Rangers series and ran and uh, discussed his stats from the season. I, I think I, I think I said, like, I, I, I think I said he was going to win the Vesna trophy. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, to be fair, like, I did make that, I did make that like statement like a week ago. So it's not like I made that statement like a while ago, but I, I, I kind of made that statement making that claim that he was going to win it after like this, you know, long before, you know, right after, you know, his incredible regular season performance. Uh, and yeah, like I said, Igor Shesterkin, he was incredible all year long. If you watched him, uh, I had the 
fortunes of actually being able to watch him live at a MSG uh, turn into a brick wall uh, when the Rangers were playing the Capitals uh, back in February, I believe. That was a while ago. Uh, And, yeah, I mean, unbelievable year from him. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully the first of many, which – Personally, you know, I'm a Ranger fan, so I'm going to say this. I believe it's going to be the first of many. I think he's going to I think he's got a plenty of more Vesna trophies in him. Uh, but yeah, again, I, I don't think I don't need to run down Igor Shesterkin stats. You've heard me talk about this guy multiple times in multiple episodes, but uh, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Uh, 2.0. 2.07 goals against average, 0.935 save percentage, the best out of any goaltender uh, this season, and he had six shutouts. So, like I said, if you didn't hear me before, a 2.07 goals against average, 0.935 save percentage, league leading, by the way, uh, uh, and uh, six shutouts. So, again, hats off to Igor Shesterkin on an incredible season. And I mean incredible season. But, uh, yeah. So, I know this episode is going way past the time stamp I expected it to. Because I thought this was just going to be a 15-minute episode. It is now 25 minutes, almost 26 minutes in. So I'm just gonna run through the rest of the the rest of the award winners from uh, NHL awards. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get right into it. Let's uh, let's see let's see let's uh, let's check. I'm trying I'm trying to find the awards. Uh, Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, ah, here we go. Patri- here we go. Uh, just to finish this episode out, uh, King Clancy Memorial Trophy winner, PK Subban of the New Jersey Devils. Uh, the Frank J. Selke Trophy, the Frank J. Selke Trophy. Patrice Bergeron, who else? I mean, he wins it every year. I mean, at this point, you might as well change the name of the Patrice Bergeron trophy. And it would make sense because he's he consistently excels incredibly in the, incredibly well in the defensive, you know, aspects of the game. You know. Uh Jack Adams Award. So that was the, you know, the best coach. Uh Daryl Sutter of the Calgary Flames. Uh or the well, not best coach, but I meant the coach uh, to have con- contributed the most to his team success. So, while, yeah, I guess that's basically the best coach for the season uh, or the most successful coach. Uh, uh, Bill Masterson, Memorial Trophy. Carey Price of the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, and uh, Art... I believe the Art Ross, uh, I think the Art, Art Ross trophy winner is uh, still, Con- I think it's Connor McDavid. 
yeah, it's uh, it's con. It is Connor McDavid. Just making sure I didn't uh, miss that. But yeah. Anyway, uh, and oh, oh, I I almost missed this one. The Lady Bing Memorial Trophy uh, goes to Kyle Connor of the Winnipeg Jets. So yeah. Sorry, I had to rush through those awards. Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't really want to ha- have to, but considering I'm, this is almost a thirty-minute episode. I gotta cut it off. I had. I had to run through real quick. So that being said, this has been your host, LT Nasty. Uh, I am gonna go drink some coffee and probably go to the gym uh, and get a good workout in. Uh, I will see you guys all in episode in the next episode being episode 46. But uh, if you listen to this, uh, check out all my other content on my uh, sports Instagram page uh, at here's the thing sports. You don't want to miss the new content I'm posting there. But uh, that being said, I'm out. Peace.